0: This is The Varsity, a sports podcast from the Record North Shore, your nonprofit local news site.
1: Howdy folks, and welcome to the latest episode of the Varsity Podcast. Podcast where we discuss everything involving North Shore high school sports. From the Friday Night Drive, I'm Michael Duja here with the Record North Shore County member Joe Coglin. And we've got a, a fun podcast to talk about as we talk about a state champion um, for part of it. And then we also talk about a fun little run that we have going down to state as well um, in baseball. So we've got some uh, good stuff to talk about. Um, we're going to do our uh, three-period three uh, format of the podcast uh, where we're going to recap uh, what happened over the past week. Um, in the second period, we are joined by Nutrier pitcher Trevor Burns. Um, And then in the third quarter, we preview uh, the remaining of the sports, and that is baseball. Um, So we'll uh, preview that, and that's kind of a hint as to how the weekend kind of went um, for one of our area teams. But um, let's get things started here in the first quarter, um, or first period, I should say, by uh, going over to uh, some girls lacrosse. Uh, We talked about it last week, about whether this uh, Loyola girls lacrosse team um have what it takes whether anyone could really, you know, kind of um if anyone could really, you know, contest with them. We we talked a lot about that new trier um Loyola sectional final and how that had the potential to uh um you know kind of be a state final and that kind of that's how it kind of went where um Loyola won its semifinal matchup um against Lake Forest 17 to 5. Um, And then uh, they did end up playing Hinsdale Central for the state championship on Saturday and the Ramblers ended up winning that one 13 to 8 in order to win another state championship for the Ramblers. And um, I'm going to bring Joe in now. And Joe, that's kind of, I mean, 13 to 8 is a little bit closer than we expected, I guess, probably. But um, Loyola was able to handle business um, just much like they have, you know, the entire season as the program has for a long time. And um, it's just another, you know, successful run for a very storied program. Yeah,
0: another chapter in that book, right? And it's, uh, it's pretty special. Um, shouldn't take it for granted. Definitely um, an unbelievable program. And, uh, I know uh, we talk about how it's been in new Trier for a long time. It has, and new Trier got it last year, the title, in kind of comeback fashion. So a uh, little extra motivation for the Ramblers, and they took care of business down the stretch, um, got better and better. As the season um, went on, and uh, yeah, I guess a, a little closer, thirteen to eight. But um, you know, they had an eight to two advantage at halftime, that I think maybe um, more than that early in the second half. So uh, definitely controlled that game for the most part. And Hinsdale Central was playing on their home field, so you give them a little little boost there. But um, most of it, Ramblers controlled just like they did all season. Um, hang another banner.
1: Yeah, it's it's funny where you kind of like, we'll hang another banner, you know, just what they're able to, you know, do every single year, how it kind of becomes the norm. But um, it's still a really impressive feat for a program in a state where, um, like we talked about earlier about it, how the sport is growing, um, that Loyola continuously still continues to kind of put together one of the best teams in the state and um, how the program and how the girls are always able to, you know, travel. It's kind of like clockwork, you know, get your early season success, do well in an out-of-state tournament, maybe learn some lessons in an out-of-state tournament, come back uh, and win state for the Ramblers? Yeah. Um, it, like, you should take it for granted.
0: It's hard not to know when they do it every year, but it, you really should. Um, cherish should, I guess, or, or just, you know, recognize um, how special it is. And they, uh, they do do that tough schedule out-of-state. And they're, you know, this year um, – they took a couple lumps during the season and those out-of-state opponents, but uh, I think that always gets them ready to go. We talk about that in other sports, but uh, can't be overlooked in a sport like the cross, where they're playing the best teams in the country, not just the state, um, in their regular season. It's important. And this was a pretty special senior class for them too. Um, and uh, But, of course, they're reloading. More to come, um, for sure, for the Ramblers, but uh, definitely a special season for them.
1: Yeah, just very cool for that to happen and, you know, winning their fifteenth championship um in the process. Just some, you know, good performances, uh taking running out to a four-nothing lead, um, with twenty ten still left in the first half. Um it, it, it just kind of seems like this team was always able to kind of, you know, figure out a way to, you know, pick up critical uh, wins and being aggressive where they won fourteen to eight uh in draws. Um and committed 31 fouls to the Red Devils' 18. So um, they were physical, and I feel like that's kind of something that a lot of teams aren't ready for, especially when when it comes to girls' lacrosse. And um, you just saw that this team was able to continuously kind of build on their lead, hold on to a four-point, four-goal lead, and um, that kind of has been the success story for them all season long.
0: Yeah, success story for really the program in that, you know, hard nose, right right-way-to-play type of lacrosse that, you know, good coaching and good schemes is part of the reason they got here, of course, the talent too. But, um, you know, that's a big reason for it. And, uh, you know, they had good, well-rounded scoring. You know, Eileen Dooley led the way with three goals, but five other uh, players had two, and that, that was a scoring. So that's pretty pretty cool. One of those players who had two, speaking of coaches, is uh, Coach John Dwyer's granddaughter, playing on the team. He coached his daughter two years ago, I believe, yeah, so pretty crazy uh, that he's coaching his granddaughter now.
1: Yeah, really fun story, especially with the program they have there. But, uh congrats to uh, the Ramblers another state championship, obviously. Um, That's the 15th and the IHSA, but still obviously another good, another way uh, to, uh, continue the great story that is Ramblers uh, Girls Lacrosse. So congratulations to all the Ramblers on that championship.
0: So, I don't know when
1: you're going to start uh, editing this, whether this is when the clown music starts or something like that, where, um, you know, we start talking about Nutria baseball and how wrong we were with our uh, predictions last week. I think I had them losing to um, Evanston in the sectional final. And I, I don't remember exactly when you had them losing, but um, Nutria really is a, uh, um, you know, putting together a run that we kind of talked about that they potentially could do at the beginning of the postseason, um, and they did that again, completely dominating Evanston to win the sectional title, um, eleven to nothing on Saturday, um, and then took care of business against Stevenson. Really good pitching, timely hitting um, to win two nothing um, to help uh, the Trevians back, get back to uh, the state finals in Juliet on Friday.
0: Well. I don't want you to lump me into uh, the category of of miss um, uh, prognostications because you asked if you know you asked last week this time a week from now will we be talking about nuclear at state and while I wasn't firm I said yeah let's go with yeah so. I
1: think I was right. I have, One thing there, I don't know. I'll take the blame. I'll take the. Yeah, it's fine. I put the clown uh, makeup on and everything. It's fine whatever. But um, still, a really fun story for this new trio oh, team. Oh, it's crazy. One thing
0: actually, it's funny actually. Last week when we were talking about it, I said my I got my guy Brendan Schressler doing, you know, having a big game in. In I think I said Northbrook, Oregon, Seven. He had uh, that walk off three run homer. So yeah, it's in in the sectional semis. On Thursday, So, yeah, it's been a heck of a show uh, this past week, especially, you know, being the number two seed, I guess, the regional championship isn't that. It's not surprising, but it's also not that uh, much to celebrate, for. The, they got bigger goals than that. So this week was huge for them, and they just, after they came back after a 6-1 deficit against Glenbrook North um, and won it on a walk-off, uh, you could kind of smell it in the air a little bit. This team might have a little bit of that magic that is needed in a sport like baseball where you could have the talent of the world, but it's got to click and it's got to click at the right time. And uh, I really think it is right now for them. Um, I think this team had the talent last year to do something like this, but they never put it together throughout the whole season. A lot of those guys on this team played last year uh, and this year, they were just ready. Their mindset, the confidence, the swagger, they got it all. Um, and they're heading downstate. Um I think the last time they went in, not too long ago, 2017, but still pretty cool. Um, wiped out Evanston, and last night was a pitchers and defensive battle against Stevenson. Um, really, really amazing defense by the Trevians in a couple key spots. Graham Maestro's a sliding play at third base, a leaping catch and a double off in the seventh inning, I think it was. And uh, you know, on um, some other plays too, Henry Wolf, you know, getting a runner at second base, uh caught stealing. Um just a really and then the pitching obviously they, they had their second straight set out in a huge game. So what can you say? Uh this team's on fire. They're playing really good baseball and uh let's hope it continues in Joliet this weekend.
1: All right, let's start with that um let's start with that uh, sectional title against uh, Evanston where um the offense just exploded, winning eleven to nothing. Um, a, a huge uh, nine run explosion um, to kind of put the game away. And um, I, I mean, we, I, I don't feel like we expected that to happen um, with just what we saw between those two you know, teams earlier in the season. I, I, I don't think maybe it, would, it was out, out of the realm of possibilities of Nutri obviously winning, um, but for it to be 11 to nothing, Joe, I mean, that was just a, a, that was just a crazy thing for me to see Saturday, just to see that outpouring of, you know, runs and a, a really great pitching performance as well.
0: Yeah, me too. Very surprising. Uh, mostly because Evanston is a, uh, as advertised 30 win ball club. Very good. Top seed in the sectional. They earned it. Um, it's a very good Evanston team. So, um, when they gave it a mountain spot and of course, Nutrier, you know, earned it. Uh, man, um, what a, what an inning for them. And I think it kind of is evidence of the difference between last year and this year. Last year, you had, a huge margin favor against the trio. You could give up some of those base runners, and they they wouldn't hurt you. But not this year. Uh, you know, with by pitch a walk, getting letting them on by an error, giving them outs, not going to work. They're going to they're going to pile it up on you quick because you got hitters at every point in that lineup and clutch guys too. Um, so they took advantage uh, after a couple of those guys got on, and um, you know, um, big big RBI knocks by guys like uh, Strussler, Mayor. Lesker, um, they've been doing that for a couple weeks now um, in this postseason run. So I was I was surprised too. And then, but I, I'll tell you what, I'm not surprised. I and mean, Max Kaplan throwing well. Um, that guy, as Mike Napoleon, Coach Mike Napoleon said, that's our guy, and he's been doing it all year. He's eight and one. I noticed they just put the stats on IHSA. Um, thank you, <laughs> IHSA. Uh, eight and one with a one two three ERA this season. He's just been nails, and he did it again against a very good Evansville lineup.
1: Yeah, a very great performance, both offensively and defensively. And that's the reason why they made it on to the super sectional round on Monday night. Um, They played uh, Stevenson uh, for an opportunity to go down to state. And um, they really performed well again. It it, it was the opposite way where um, they got clutch hitting at the right time. And then they got a really strong pitching performance um, from both uh, from all their pitchers. And um, it it just seemed like this new... I feel like this these two games was kind oh, yeah. of the what you can expect from this new cheer team. You can either get a great offensive explosion, or you can get timely hitting, and you're going to get a really good pitching regardless of what's going to happen.
0: And defense, uh, you know, I, it's hard to you know, unless you see every single game, it's hard to track a team's defense. But I guess you know, Coach Napoleon said it's been you know um, good all season, above a 930 fielding percentage as a ball club, just extremely. Effective as a defensive unit all over the field, um, and they showed it um, behind strong pitching from Justin Wood. He was in the strike zone all day, um, and then you know Bo McBride came in, gave an inning. This is kind of a um, a hard throwing lefty. He effectively wild, um, and he wasn't. He did you know the, the he hit a guy to load the bases, but he got out of it. And then Trevor Burns shut the door, and he's been really good in this playoff run as well. So. Yeah, uh, that pitching is really special. Justin Wood is a starter. Um, he has a 2.64 ERA on the season, and uh, he, he was better than that yesterday. He was really good.
1: Evan Olesker led the way for the New Cheers offense, driving in um, both runs uh, for the Trevians offense. I mean, just how big has that clutch hitting kind of been to what they wanted to accomplish this year? Um, and, you know, just being able to, you know, being aggressive on the base running and timely hitting. I mean, Obviously that works for anything, team, but especially for it to happen in the super sectional run. Um, how big was that?
0: Yeah. Let's talk about, let's just to give credit where credit's due to Evan Olesker. Uh, second baseman who's, um, you know, he, he's gotten a lot of um, um, playing time, but not more than other guys. He's come on really as of late and uh, getting the start at second and hitting right below the big hitters in that lineup. And he had, uh, he was on base twice in the sectional semis. He had three RBI in the sectional final, and he had two more last night. So he's he's been huge for them, just good contact guy, staying on the ball, driving it up the middle, um, really good hitter. So here's to Evan Olesker um, really coming through in the clutch. And like I said, it's a lineup full of guys who can hit the ball and and put it in play. And we're talking guys – uh nearly everybody you uh, know most of the guys who are going to college are getting recruited um their three four five are all seniors in um grand maestros uh brendan stressler and dylan Mayer, who are all playing college uh, that's a tough lineup to get through and like you said you can't like we said that you can't give them an inch their clutch hitting has been huge and uh you know, it doesn't matter the situation. Um, they just are all situational hitters. They they put the bat to the ball and, and drive it, and it's uh, pretty impressive and fun to watch. Are
1: right, you going to hear this in the in the second period? But I want to just bring this quote up a little bit in the first period before we move on to Trevor. Where he uh, in, in the story he says we have so much confidence now. We're trying to preach confidence all year. Um, we've been talking about Joliet all year, and now we're finally here. We're going on Friday. We're excited, um, and we think we have a real shot here. Um, and i think that last line is a really interesting thing where i feel like that that's been the vibe of this this team this entire season where they have a shot and it it, it seems like this team has always been able to pitch this team has always been able, able to hit this team has always been able to you know play good defense like you mentioned earlier um this team has always had everything where it kind of seemed like this they have a chance to win a state championship or obviously lose maybe a couple of games to Evanston, but this team has always had the talent. And that's kind of been the vibes of this entire season, Joe, where it seems like the entire year we've been talking about this team could get here and they finally have gotten here.
0: Yeah. And I I think that's, that's a good point to make is, you know, talent isn't always a lot of times, most of the times, even it'll get you where you need to be over the long course of the season, but in a game like baseball, um, where it's such a different game because it's a game of failure, right? You know, that fitters hit, you know, fail 60% of the time and yada, yada. We've heard the stats. The defense has the ball, which is unusual um, in, in team sports. Um, it's a tough game. And so you got to have kind of that level of uh, confidence and mentality, mental strength, fortitude, all that good stuff. And this team puts it together with talent, unlike uh, maybe they have in the past and it's not that other teams don't, but um, in certain games, you need to have that extra something um, sometimes when it's maybe even on paper. How, what makes the difference? What can you do? Sometimes it's luck. Sometimes it's that mental aspect of the game. I think that new cheers had maybe a little, of both of those things, um, but n- none more prevalent than when they were down six, one in the sectional, you know, in the sectional semis and came back. Um, I thought, I would have said they would have lost that game, I think a lot of people, but not that dugout. Um as they took uh they came back and tied that ball game and then won it in extra innings pretty impressive stuff and they kind of continued from there and built off it. And now I think they're they're as I don't know who's favorite to win the state title, but they're certainly up there.
1: Yeah, definitely a lot of benefits to you know what they've been able to have that mentality all season. That's obviously them to getting it's to it's max strong. prep stop playing automatic video games. <laughs> well, um, sure. Max prep. Always something with max prep. Um, but, yeah, it's that mentality has been strong for them the entire season, and that's kind of the reason why they're here right now. They have the talent. They have, you know, all the great stuff. But, you know, if you don't have that belief, you're not going to get there. And that's exactly what this new tree team has had all season. So um, that's how, why they're going back to state right now and going to Joliet this weekend. Um, so up here with uh, with uh, Trevor and uh, um, I know Marty got a chance to catch up with him after um, Monday's game Joe what are the folks at home going to hear
0: well you read a quote from him and we're going to talk about just that confidence and that uh, how they're able to do it and uh, how it felt for him to to get the final out
1: all right let's have a listen Walk me through what's going through your head when you come into the game uh, in that situation, what, what
2: do you think? Uh, yeah, definitely a little nervous at the start, but <laughs> after, the, after the game the other day against GBN, nerves were call down, I mean, yeah. I definitely had the confidence this it's time to go in there. Yeah. I thought I was going to go in there in 6, that made it a little weird, but it's always pushing well. Yeah. So when I came in in 7, one guy on, I'm used to that, so it was really good. Yeah. Talk to, me too, talk to me too much. So. What was your game plan coming in? Did you know that you just want to try to establish that fastball real quick and set these guys down yeah. as quick as possible? What was uh, the, I kind the plan of attack coming in? I kind had a pretty big zone, so I wanted to just throw strikes there. You know, with the, especially with the two-run lead there, yeah. uh, just throw strikes, let the, let the defense make plays, and Graham made a great play there. And then
1: and ending the game with a strikeout, what yeah, was yeah. your reaction when you saw that? Oh, that, that was and, awesome. And it I, went into
2: the celebration? I was so pumped up there, yeah. whole yeah. yeah. team come over, uh Super excited! That what's, awesome. what's the feeling like for you guys now, headed to state? Oh, we have, we have so much confidence now. I mean, we've been trying to preach it all year with Joliet things, and now we're finally there. Yeah, going to Joliet on Friday, so we're really excited. We think we got a real shot here. We're really Has that yet. kind of been something since early in the season? You guys yeah. have talked about yeah. Joliet. Joliet has yeah. Yeah. been a breakdown up to every practice? Joliet every game From since the beginning of yeah. oh, the in yeah. season. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. high expectations, and now we're, we're close to play. Yeah, early. so. Heading now to, to Juliet, what has to happen on Friday and Saturday so voice that stay back? Um, pitchers got to keep pitching, doing what they're doing. they been doing a great job throwing strikes. We've got to keep that going. Situational hitting, I thought it was the only thing we could have done better today. So get that going on Friday and Saturday. So much. Thank you so much. Congratulations.
1: Nice thank you so much for joining us. And thank you all, as always, to all the players and coaches who join us each and every week. We always appreciate everybody's insight. All right, let's move on over now to the third period where, I mean, well, we only have one more. Two more sporting events, I guess, to cover. That's New Cheer this weekend. They'll play uh, Brother Rice on Friday at, what time is that at? That is at uh, 5 o'clock in Joliet in the Class 4A semifinals. Um, Then they will either play Edwardsville or York um, for the state championship game at TBA, that's interesting, on Saturday, and uh, the match will be 3 p.m. on Saturday. So um, from what I'm getting there, folks, is it's going to be a late night for the Class 4A uh championship game. But um, I'm sure if New Trier is there winning the state championship, no one will be complaining. But um, let's start off with the definite matchup that we know. Um, New Trier playing uh Brother Rice on Friday on Friday. Uh Brother Rice walking off Lincoln Way East. Uh sorry, Joe, on Monday, uh five to four in the bottom of the seventh to win uh that matchup. Um Brother Rice is that Brother Rice is twenty five and fifteen. But as we've talked about Loyola for much of the season, uh, they played in a very tough CCL and they're thirteen and five in the CCL this year. Um, a really impressive record. A lot of those losses came at the beginning of the season. Um, they lost uh one two three four five six um out of seven games um in March, um games to San Bernardino Catholic Leo. Um, and then they lost some California yes. and Arizona and Florida teams. Um, but this brother ice team obviously has shown, um, that they can win close games. They know how to come out on top. Um, they beat St. Rita on Saturday for a sectional title six to three and beat lions, um, in a sectional semifinal seven to three last Wednesday. So, um, it should be a really interesting matchup Joe, uh, between these two teams on Friday. hundred percent. going to be good. Um, <laughs> You know, throw the record out, you know,
0: at this point in the season, you are uh, where you are in the postseason. So we're, we're at state here. Um, so these are state quality teams. Any team that's here can win it. Um, they've all played tough schedules at this point and beaten tough opponents. You know, they do have some like opponents. I think uh I think Brother Rice lost to Evanston right before the postseason started. So, you know, just looking at it, you know, fear had good, their either the team is capable of beating each other. They're, they're both right there. This is going to be good baseball. Um, but Nutria's got their guy on the mound, Max Kaplan, Been good all year. Um, we'll see what he's able to do. At least I'm assuming they start Max. Um, of course, I'm not on the coaching staff, so they could be something else here. But uh, that's what I think. But Brother Rice is tailing up and down the lineup, so this is going to be a hell of a ball game. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say. I think uh, after scoring two runs, on a big ballpark. Um, I, I expect this one to be low-scoring as well with what these teams are going to be able to do, um, kind of pull it out all stops, to try to get to the state final.
1: Yeah, it should be a really fun matchup. And just, you know, what we know about Brother Rice, how traditionally they are um, good, and we talked about that record, obviously, throw it out. But I, I think the interesting thing is that, like Nutrier, uh, Brother Rice has kind of shown that they can, you know, win big, win small. Um, they know how to, you know, kind of pick up wins when it kinda of matters. I mean, they beat um Mount Carmel six to five for a regional championship. Um, so I mean this team knows how to win games um when it matters. And I think that's kind of one of the bigger things um is how is New Trier's pitching staff and how is New Trier's defense going to hold up? You gotta play this feels like a obvious thing to say. You have to play a clean game if you're going to win a state championship. So how is that defense going to hold up? Do you kind of let Brother Rice get an extra um, bit of life here by maybe not making the play exactly, not finishing the throw and that kind of stuff. And I think that's exactly what Nutri needs to focus on um, for its matchup against Friday where you need to play a perfect game, you need to pitch well, you got to hit your zone, and you got to make sure you're completing plays because if you get a, a team like Brother Rice or um, honestly any of the other two teams, Edwardsville or York, um, extra life, you're um, they're, they're going to make you pay for it.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, you gotta focus on the fundamentals of what you can do. Uh make the make the great play when the opportunities are there. Um, but the other plays you just gotta make and uh in the field. And nutrition showed that they could do that. They got the talent and the athleticism too. Um and Brother Ice is gonna put the ball in play. Um Kaplan's not a huge strikeout guy. Uh, he'll get a strikeouts, he'll get maybe a, if he pitches the whole game, say, you know, he'll get about one in an inning, maybe maybe four in a in a game, four or five. But um, he, he pitches to contact, and that's why that defense has to be up for the task. So um, that's something to watch. They got a couple guys that they didn't pitch last night. I think, uh, um, you know, Noah Shepho didn't pitch, and uh, Bo McBride only pitched one inning. So they should, they should have a couple guys in the pen that are ready, some of their better guys, um, by Friday because it's four days later. Um, and I think, you know, even Justin Wood should be ready for Saturday, although I'm not sure. I, pitch counts, of course, play a big role in that. Anyway, I'm thinking too far ahead of myself. But as a lineup, I think that they need to also, you know, do the opposite of what we just said. They need to put the ball in play and, you know, put the put the responsibility on um, the Crusaders to make every play. Um, let's go up there with a good approach, take pitches, get, get their pitcher working, get their fielders working in motion. And, you know, Raise the chances that you get an extra out here or there, or you know, a seeing eyeball gets through, uh, a blue falls in. Um, You just gotta, you know, you you gotta have a game plan and stick to it, and uh, you know, play good baseball. What you've been doing all year, Um, don't stray from that.
1: I was gonna ask you, what is the pitching approach to this weekend? Where um, obviously you need to win Friday to get to Saturday's championship game, but you also need to have someone ready for Saturday. Um, You can't like have a bullpen day or anything like that. So what is the approach for a coach, you know, heading into this weekend where, you know, what are you kind of preparing your pitching staff for? Uh, You know, you want to win Friday, but you also need to prepare to win Saturday. I mean, I think, you know, as as great
0: as a third place trophy is,
1: it is, that's,
0: you know, that means so much. I mean, you've guaranteed a trophy at this point. Now the goal is to get a state championship, which means you got to get there. That's my, that's my philosophy on it. I'm not, a, I'm not a coach. I'm not on this squad, but my philosophy is you pull out all the stops to win that game on Friday, uh, no matter what it takes. If you're left with your right fielder or center fielder having to come in the pitch, uh, then you are, I don't, you know, you know, you just got to give yourself every chance. I mean, I can't think of regretting it because you let a pitcher go an extra inning because you were worried about the next day. That was, that's certainly not what you want to do. So. Um, I think they got the arms though. I don't know if we're overly worried about that. Max Kaplan is as reliable as they him. I can't imagine not eating up at least a few innings. Um, and then I think they're going to have some arms ready to go, whether it's um, um, McBride or Chapeau or whoever it is. I think they're going to have their options um, to spell him if they need to.
1: And so what are you looking forward to Joe this, this weekend? I mean, you know the four team, you know four team uh, state finals at this point. Um, Edwardsville, York, Brother Rice, New Trier. York getting back to the state finals after a while. Um, Edwardsville is thirty and nine on the season, so obviously a very decorated um, record and have accomplished already a lot uh, on this season. But final four, I mean, what do you expect to happen this weekend? Can New Trier win it all? What do you expect to happen on Friday, and just what kind of happens in Joliet after the weekend?
0: Well, I'm going to start by saying this. Uh, I'm a big baseball guy. love the sport. Um, and I've been covering it for 20 years and not one baseball team has made the state finals while I'm like on the beat. And now they do. And I'll be out of, I'll be out of town. (laughs) Uh, uh, so that's funny, but, um, uh, I'll be ruined them on, uh, you know, uh, this team has done a lot of special things. Uh, They've been great while doing it, just a you know, upstanding character team. Um, as far as I've seen, everything I've seen. So um I expect them to, to go out there and, and put it all on the line and give a really good performance. And what that means to me after seeing them and seeing who they are is they're fully capable of winning a state championship. There is the only thing stopping them, obviously, is a great game by their opponents. Like I don't think that they're gonna go out there and beat themselves or they're gonna go out there and be out man, out you know, there's going to be superior teams. There aren't at this point. I, I put them all, you know, 1A, 1B, 1C, 1B. They got here. They got the, they got the horses to do this. Um, it's just about all putting it together for two games. Can you do it for two more? Um, they got the right guy to do it to get them the state finals. And then in the state finals, you know, can your bats show up? I think, and uh, you, 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 know, you get some limits from your arms. I think I I expect a really good performance. I don't know if we can predict just because a team like Edwardsville and York, I haven't seen. I I have no idea uh, what those teams are bringing, and um, I don't even know really their pitching staff. I don't I think York threw a um, a no hitter though in the yeah. uh, Today in yeah. super. So that guy would likely go if you on Saturday, I would think, uh, depending on his pitch count. But um, so. They're, they're fully capable of doing it. They've got everything. They just got to, you know, put it together, have that will, have that grind mentality. You know, if they get down, which they could and still win. You know, you've done this before. You've had just in the past week, you've had five run innings and a nine run inning you against really good ball clubs. So you can do this. Um, they keep that mentality that they've had all year. I think that we could be come, talking about a state championship on Monday.
1: I will say, I was going to ask you this to finish this podcast. Off. Uh, we're talking, you know, whenever we are the next time and Trier won a state championship. What is the number one thing that happened?
0: I'm putting it on their seniors. I will say the number one thing that happened over this weekend. Well, okay. Number two thing. The number one thing is they play clean defense. I think if they play clean defense, uh, it, it's a low-scoring game, and they have every opportunity. Well, it's a low-scoring; they keep the score low from their opponents. All they need is a couple runs. The number two thing is we get big hits out of the better of the lineup. Um, although I think they all can hit. Um, I'm talking, you know, Mayor Maestros and uh, Stressler driving, you know, getting on base, driving in runs. Um, maybe even Henry Wolf, um, you know, the senior catcher. Just uh, those guys who. Have been leading them all way, all the way. I expect Grand Nationals to have a big few games. So I really do. He he crushed the ball yesterday, just in bad spots. You know, he kind of hit it right two guys or in a big field, in the wrong place in a big field. So um, that's what I'll say. Uh, number one, keep that, you know, keep up that defense uh, efficiency. And two is big hits out of the center of the line.
1: All right, we'll see if those keys yeah. to uh, the game work out for Joe on Friday and Saturday, and so we'll see what new Tier is able to do. Like I said earlier, Nutriere plays Brother Rice on Friday at 5 p.m. Jesus. at the Dooley Health and Care Field in Joliet. Uh, winner plays the winner of Edwardsville and new York for the state championship Saturday um, at TBA. Um, the loser of those two games played for third place. At 3 p.m. in Joliet on Saturday as well. So that's everything that we've got for this week's episode of the podcast. Thank you as always for listening. Just a quick reminder you can subscribe to the podcast anywhere that they're available. Make sure you check us out. Check out other episodes as well. We've got great uh, interviews there, um, great analysis as always. We always appreciate you checking it out. Uh, Spread the word as well as you head into your final sports events of the school year. Um, Always appreciate you guys spreading the word and always fun when someone says, uh, um, they like listening to us ramble on and close one to uh, See some positive fun. things happening. Uh, make sure you check out my work at FridayNightDrive.com. Uh, We've got summer football content coming out. Camps are coming out. Eleven on Eleven is happening. Um, so I will have all your CCLESCC updates um, from all the different camps over the next couple of months to get you ready for the fall. Um, and Joe, as always, has you covered at Friday at. Uh, that's right and for record north yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, make sure you check out his work there subscribe uh, donate uh, all of his work not just sports um, also news and everything else going on in the community so, so for joe and i thanks so much for joining us this week and we will talk to you guys down the road see ya yeah. Thank you for listening to the varsity uh, product of the record, Northshore.org, your nonprofit local newsroom.